This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. Beautiful day in the borough. Great day for baseball. Speaking of which, MTSU baseball coach Jim Toman joining us today. Coach, how are you? Doing great, Marty. How's everything going? Going great. Glad to get some good weather for a change. Absolutely, yeah. It's been good the last couple weeks. Uh, we did get rained out at Murray State. We were up 2 nothing in the third on Tuesday, and then it started raining, and we got banged. But uh, it, it hadn't rained a whole lot for two, three weeks. Finally had some good weather to play some baseball. Well... I think at the beginning of the year, everybody's goal is to make sure they get in their conference tournament. So I know that's a goal that you have now checked off, thanks to last weekend's um, uh, Saturday win in game two of a doubleheader. So uh, congratulations for uh, the Blue Raiders getting back into the tournament play. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't been there for a while. No one on the team's ever been there. And uh, and the guys are really excited. We get an opportunity to leave on uh, – we'll leave on Monday – and head down to Ruston, Louisiana, and there's the best uh, uh, double elimination tournament, eight teams, and uh, we'll crank it up on Wednesday against Charlotte. You know, and the thing, the uh, beauty of college baseball, um, I mean, you know, we, we see it in basketball some too, but um, when you get in a tournament, everybody's got a clean slate. I remember years ago, Coach Pete and them went down to Louisiana Lafayette, and they were a six seed, and next thing you know, they're playing in an NCAA regional. Yeah, well, anything can happen. Yeah, it's uh, been a long grind. It's been a heck of a season with the COVID. It's been different with all the testing and all the protocols. Um, but our administration and our university did a great job of getting us a chance to play, so we're very appreciative of that. But it's been a long year, and uh, it took until the last weekend for us. Uh, we had to win two games against FIU uh, in order to stay ahead of Rice and FIU and uh, UAB and Marshall. And uh, we won the two games, so, you know, we we earned our way into the conference tournament. So it's uh, – anything can happen now. We're, we're, we're feeling good, and uh, we'll get well-rested. We're going to – do a lot of practicing this week, and uh, we'll get a chance to practice on Tuesday down there at the Louisiana Tech's new stadium, new turf stadium, and then we'll crank it up at 12.30 on Wednesday against Charlotte, and uh, the guys are fired up. Um, obviously, you know, you said it's the first time they've been there. First time, you know, maybe for pressure-packed 
games. I mean, that was a pressure-packed series, and you know who? I guess who better to 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 lead it off, so to speak, than to put Aaron uh, Brown on the hill on Friday night, and boy, he was splendid and earned conference pitcher of the week and i've said many times on this show throughout the season but if you if you've earned conference pitcher of the week you had a hell of a game because it is hard it's a hard award to get absolutely and eric's been really good all year our pitching's been really good all year and kept us in a lot of games and uh to win that award is big because we've got four teams right now in conference usa that are in the top 25 nationally so uh, the conference is really, really, really good this year. And uh, Aaron was able to get that award, and we're proud of him. And uh, you know, every time he goes out there, he gives us a shot, and he competes, and you know what you're going to get. So we'll start him on Wednesday against Charlotte. <coughs> you um, got the, of course, the seven-inning doubleheader on um, uh, Saturday. Uh, lost a tough 2-1 game. Uh, great pitching again. But then Siebert comes right back and you, you throw a shutout so um yeah it was a three hit three hit shutout by trent siebert and uh a lefty and uh we got some timely hitting there later on in the game and uh was, you know that was the the big win to clinch the conference usa tournament bid um so uh you know trent did a great job that game and uh you know, for the most part, our pitching has been really, really solid all year long. I think we're still in the top five and walks for nine, and someone said we're in the top five and stolen bases in the country. So we've we've got uh, you know we're, we've got a good solid team, and uh, you know never know what can happen down there at the tournament, like you said. Uh, now you got a uh, you got a little um, cooler bath uh, on Saturday, didn't you? Yeah, I was all Seabird and Brown, the two guys that uh, basically they, they pitched shutouts, and uh, I had no idea that was coming. But, you know, we, we're celebrating because it, no one on the team has been to the tournament, and uh, it's been a while, so, you know, we're going to take baby steps, and uh, we finally got over the hump. It took a while this year to get there, but we qualified, and, and I told our guys that, you know, we're going to, we're going to dogpile out in right field by Coach Pete's uniform and touch Coach Pete's uniform, and then we're dogpiling. We didn't want to do it on the field because we still had to play some games with FIU. We didn't want to do it right there on the field. But it's important for our guys to understand that, uh, you know, when we do something really well, we're, we're going to reward them. And I think they enjoyed the dogpile. And the next time we won't dogpile for getting in the tournament, but we'll dogpile to go to a regional or a super regional, and eventually we want to dogpile out in Omaha. So, but we got to start somewhere, and uh, I felt like, you know, the guys deserved that, and uh, I didn't think I'd get a you know, get a Gatorade bath, but I'll take it. It was a little cold, but uh, it felt pretty good to me. You know, you look at your team, the pitching has pretty much been there all year, the hitting up and down. But um, this team has found a way uh, to scratch out hits and get some, and I mean, scratch some runs and get some timely hits. And certainly when you get into tournament play, that's, uh, you know, that's what it's all about then. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think uh, there's some teams in that tournament that probably don't want to play us because it's usually a one-run game and it's usually late in the game and, uh, you know, anyone can win. It isn't like we've been – 
losing by 10 or 12 runs these games a lot. If we if we turn around 10 or 12, one or two run games, all of a sudden we got 35 wins, we might be leading the conference in wins. So we're very close to being a really, really good team. And uh, this past weekend against FIU, uh, I'm just proud of the guys for getting it done. So you, you go into the tournament, uh, you've got you, you, you've proven you've got a deep pitching staff, so um, th- that's certainly needed, isn't it, uh, this time of year? Well, yeah, I mean, if we can hit a little bit and we keep getting the pitch in, you know, we keep running guys out there. And, uh, you know, we're, We've got eight or nine, ten guys that we can use that can get people out and throw strikes and compete. And uh, so, you know, we're going to be the underdogs going down there. But, you know, we don't have the experience of being there ever. Uh, but uh, we ain't got nothing to lose, so all the pressure is going to be on them other teams for sure. So I, I kind of like going in where we're at right now. We're joined today by Jim Toman. He's the head baseball coach for the Blue Raiders. Uh, this portion of the show has been brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. We have a club steak and the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you want. It is the club steak. It's a seven-ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and it has the shape of a golf club. We have a low-calorie menu and a low-carb menu, so depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net, and make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Hey, season in Tennessee. Hello there and welcome to Tennessee Home and Farm Radio. I'm Amy Beckham. It's one of our busiest times of the year. We're trying to get up our hay and put our crop in. And I kind of like say all hands on deck and not enough people go around. Well, hay season is finally upon us and rakers and balers are moving all across the state as farmers begin the first cutting of hay. And Nathan Duran of Wayne County, they're working on their first cut of hay and another producer, Martin Grissom of Warren County, doing the same. We've got first cut underway pretty heavy right now. Now. We've got some down the ground right now and looks like we'll cut some more towards the end of the week and they got it pretty forecast for next week. So hopefully by next week we'll have all first cut down on the ground anyway. Well, another producer in the southeastern part of the state working on his first cut of hay is Rush Guthrie of McMinn County. He says they are starting a little later than others in his area, but he's happy with the crop thus far. The first cutting, it's generally the biggest cutting. Most time the first cutting will be uh, most time about twice as much as the other cutting. Some some of we cut three times and some just cut two. But it's uh it's turned out pretty good. We just a little bit late. We've been away this is the first few cuts this week. Some cut last week, but but uh, it was cool. We didn't think it'd cure much because you need some good warm weather on hay when you're cutting it. And according to the National Ag Statistics Service, farmers in the state intend to harvest 1.7 million acres of all hay, which is down from 
2020, but Martin says even still, this time of year brings to light what's to come for the rest of this year. It always sort of shines a light on what maybe the year may hold. I know we've had a, so far a real good crop, and you know it's it's harvest time really for the hay, so that's always a plus to, to see that everything's looking good and everything's real pretty and green, of course. Haylitch crop done really well, and I know a lot of neighbors and other friends have had really good crops of their haylage and got it either wrapped or um, on the ground too. And for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio, I'm Amy Beckham. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Jim Toman, MTSU's baseball coach, uh, joining us today. Um, coach, you you, you kind of had you, – you pitched well. You We've talked about that. You had those back-to-back series against La Tech and Southern Miss, and I know you probably felt like you could have, you know, got another couple wins out of those at least. But uh, uh, your guys have shown a lot of resiliency this year. And, you know, I think you – you go back, uh, you, you, I think maybe you lost that one series to San Antonio, but um, uh, every series is just important. It just They seem maybe to be magnified a little more as you go down the stretch. But in, in earning this berth, you had to do a lot of good work, you know, throughout the, the, the conference season. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you win early or win late. You just got to win enough games to get in the tournament, and we're there, so – yeah, them them games against Southern Miss and La Tech. We're talking about the 16th best team in the country and 23rd best team, and and they're really really good. And they're, they're, you're talking about this year, you know, there's going to be at least three, probably four, four teams from our conference in regionals. And I wouldn't be surprised if a few of them didn't make a super regional. And and with some of the pitching that I saw and hitting. Uh, in them series against Southern Miss and La Tech, we may we had we had someone from our conference in in the College World Series. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But so we're close. Uh, we're playing playing with some of the top twenty five teams in the country. One or two run games, a lot of them. Um, so we're not where we want to be, but uh, just proud of the guys for getting to the tournament. And you know this. This week, uh, they're going to have a lot of fun and get an opportunity to do something none of them have ever done. And uh, I just kind of think that uh, 
you know, we're very, very close to being a pretty darn good team. And uh, just happy that the guys, I'm really, really just happy for the players that they get an opportunity to play in the postseason. Louisiana Tech, I've not seen their new park. I guess, is this the first year or was it last year? Well, this is the first year. We were heading down down that way to play last year, and then COVID hit, and we didn't get a chance to play any conference games last year. Um, but it's a brand-new stadium and uh, a turf field, and it's very nice. It's going to be a really nice venue to play in. It'll be good weather, I'm sure. And uh, we'll go down there and practice on Tuesday, get a chance to see how the ground balls, see how the ball's hopping on the turf and get a chance to hit some batting practice and get loose and see how the field plays. But uh, it don't matter to us where we're playing. I just know we're still playing. I was going to ask you, what, what are some of the differences on the playing on the turf field? Well, for, for the most part, there's less errors because there's truer hops and there's not that many bad hops. So you're going to have more plays made. You're going to have a lower ERA in general. Uh, some turfs are really fast and some are a little slow, depending on how much uh, rubber you put on the turf and uh, how much how much sand you mix in there. So you can slow it down or speed it up. So I have no idea how LaTeX is playing. We haven't been down there yet. But uh, usually you have a pretty darn good fielding team when you're on turf because it's uh, you, know, you get truer hops. Of course, this is on down the road. The draft. Uh, you you feel like you got a couple guys maybe part of that equation this year. I think you told me last time you were on with us they're doing twenty rounds this year. Yeah, instead of the forty rounds last year, they had five. So there's a lot of kids that didn't get drafted last year. It's like over a thousand players around the country. Um, so there's a ton of people in the draft that are eligible this year. Some of them are you know, third and fourth year juniors and some are fifth year seniors and sixth year seniors and all the high school kids and all the junior college kids, but they are going with 20 rounds this year. And I'm hoping some of our guys get drafted and, and, you know, there's going to be some guys that don't get drafted. And I think major league baseball has said that they can get up to 20,000 after the draft. If someone wants to sign them as a free agent. So I think some of that will go on, but, there's not that many spots for them in minor leagues now that they shut down 40 or 50, you know, minor league stadiums, and there's a lot less teams playing in the minor leagues right now. So I, I think that's why they, they're only they only got 20 rounds in the draft this year. But uh, we have several guys that have have a chance to get drafted, and and uh, if they get drafted and they get the right amount of money, then I'll give them my blessings to go out and play pro ball. But Obviously, selfishly, we'd love to have all our guys back, but you know, I'm in it for the players. So whatever they decide and their family decides, then I'll I'll, I'll definitely uh, give them my blessings. Yeah, I was going to ask you: Are you a coach that tells a guy, "Hey, if this is what you want to do, think you can do. The sooner you get into pro ball, the better." I mean, do you encourage them to go ahead and and go? <laughs> Yeah, well, everyone's in a different situation. Some guys need to get out and play. Some guys need some more grooming in college. Uh, some guys are a little bit older and they probably should go out. Some guys aren't getting a lot of money. They should probably stay and graduate. It's a family decision. It's a personal decision. I'll, I'll guide them and I'll just give them the advice that I would give my sons. And uh, and then they have to figure it out on their own. And uh, But, you know, for some guys, it's a good deal to 
stay in college and other guys it's a good deal to get out and play um uh, it's a every kid is a different situation and uh but you know i'll give them my two cents worth and sometimes it's the sign sometimes it's to come back um but ultimately uh my players and their families have to make you know the best decision for them and hopefully it works out for them i was tad my good buddy jason maxwell was on the show with me former blue raider he he recently was named the manager of the 18 and under team usa squad and uh he was drafted in the i think it was the 76 round and we at the time when he made the major leagues uh he was the lowest drafted player uh to ever make it wow that's crazy of course he's up at Innsworth now so uh but he's, he's been for a while he's a good coach yeah, he's been a good – he's a great representative for MTSU, as are a lot of the uh, former Blue Raiders. And it's amazing how many former MTSU players are in high school coaching. Do you see – have you seen that at a lot of places that you've worked? Yeah, there's always – I mean, college baseball players, obviously, you know, the guys that are going to be the high school coaches are usually the college baseball players. So, typically – you know, programs have a ton of their former players that are teachers, and obviously, having played baseball in college, it's a, obviously it's a good fit for them to be high school coaches. So, there's a lot of them around the country. In fact, you know, most of the high school coaches, I would dare say, have played somewhere in college at some point. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of good high school coaches around that didn't play in college. And, but for the most part, a lot of them, a lot of them probably played in college, and that's why they're coaching in high school. One coach in our area, Woody Hunt. Did Did you ever have? Did y'all's teams ever cross paths any? No, but Woody Woody uh, is a legend down there, and he's retiring this year. And I've talked to him on the phone a lot about getting my transfers when I was at South Carolina, and when I was at NC State, and when I was at Liberty, and even here, I've talked to him several times in the last year or two about players and seemed like an awful, awful nice guy through the years and talking to us and me trying to help him get some players because when you're, you know, at, at his level, you always get good transfers from D1 schools and he did a great job of doing that. And that, that guy is uh, definitely a Hall of Fame type guy. All right. Before we let you go, a couple questions what is up with all the no hitters uh in the major leagues there was another one last night uh cory kluber with the yankees at six already uh the most yeah, ever. Well, what's up what's up is guys don't don't really have short compact flat swings anymore they've been taught over the last 10 years to have a launch angle and just kind of they have a little bit more uh trying to hit more home runs and they're striking out a lot more i mean there's I guess two years ago was the first time that there was more more strikeouts than hits in the major leagues, and it's it's funneled down to high schools and colleges as well. And the pitchers are big and strong and throw really hard, and some of them throw up in the zone a little bit. And when you have an uppercut, you usually you, know, you miss the ball a lot. So there's still great hitters in the big leagues, and there's still great pitchers, um, but there has been an emphasis more on hitting home runs rather than hitting for average. So I. You can see that coming for sure. And uh, just striking out nowadays uh, doesn't seem to be as tough on the kids as it used to be. It used to be embarrassing for me when I played in college. You know, if you struck out, you know, it was a long walk back to the dugout. Yeah. 
now it's, it's commonplace because they're trying to hit home runs and I'm more of a I, I would rather you know use the whole field and hit line drives and make more contact especially with two strikes but um, it just seems to be going in that direction but believe me there's still a lot of good hitters in the big leagues um, and there's still a lot of good pitchers but I think we're at, that's a trend that I can see coming for sure in the last four or five years. You know, I've been moaning about my Braves not being able to hit, and then I look and Seattle and the Rangers have been no hit twice already this year. Yeah, well, the pitchers are pretty darn good, and they've been working hard, and they're throwing a little bit harder, or either that or the guns are juiced. Uh, but uh, it's definitely, uh, uh, you know, there's more strikeouts now than hits, so it was bound to happen sooner or later. I. I didn't expect this many no-hitters, but, um, you know, it's always fun to watch a no-hitter, but I, I, don't, I don't like the guys striking out as much as, as they seem to be right now. And it's not, not just the Blue Raiders. It's, a, it's across the country and in minor leagues and in pro ball. It's just a, there's a lot of strikeouts right now. Then again, there's a lot of home runs, too. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. When you, when you go and, um, well, of course, you, you haven't been able to go out and watch – Kids play due to the pandemic, but when you go out or and you or you're scouting uh, for future players, particular let's let's go with pitching. Is there kind of a target number you want to see on the radar gun? Uh, you know, a lot of people are recruiting with velocity right now, and if you're on Twitter and you're hitting 92 or 93, and seem like they get offers in the next day or two, and they're off the board quickly, whether they walk guys or strike out guys or can pitch or not. They throw 92, 93, 94. They're getting offers right now. We, we haven't been allowed out in over a year. When we're allowed out June 8th, I think it'd be 17 months since we've been allowed out recruiting. But that's a long time. We have not been allowed to recruit off campus. Um, so really recruiting has switched to Twitter videos and hearsay and, and a lot of stuff that goes up on Twitter. A kid might hit 93, but they don't say he walked the bases loaded and gave up a grand slam they just uh, throw they show videos of three three pitches where it's 92 93 94 and they get offers but you know times have changed and hopefully uh june 8th when we're allowed back out on the road and it'll, it'll calm down a little bit and we'll get a chance to properly evaluate the kids well you just answered my other question i know you did before of course we got spring clean next week but you won't be able to go watch any of those guys right no, we we can't say even if it's on our campus or whatever. We can't watch it until June June first is uh, when everything's open back up. But the baseball calendar, May thirty first to June seventh, is a dead period. So we're already stuck until June eighth before we're allowed to watch any baseball. All righty, Coach. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, congrats, congrats again on the Blue Raiders getting back to the Conference USA tournament, and good luck next week in Ruston. Thanks so much, Monty. I appreciate it. That's Jim Toman joining us today. Uh, We'll take a break and be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. People who've had diabetes longer are at greater risk to develop dementia than those who've had diabetes for shorter periods of time. A large UK study following people for an average of 30 years has found. Rita Kalyani, a diabetes expert at Johns Hopkins, interprets the findings. What they found in this very interesting study is that among more than 10,000 participants that they followed, those who went on to develop dementia had a relatively earlier age of onset of diabetes. So this study in particular was very informative. It suggested that those at greatest risk of developing cognitive decline or dementia were those that were diagnosed with diabetes at an earlier age. Kalyani notes that studies like this clearly point to the need to control risk factors for diabetes, such as obesity and sedentary lifestyle, and says some researchers already refer to Alzheimer's disease as type 3 diabetes. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. CEO Radio, I'm Ray Hoffman. As Joanne Lublin goes to great lengths to discuss in her latest book, Power Moms, working mother guilt is a very real thing among executive moms. So much so that she builds her book toward a conclusion that offers 10 detailed tips on how to ditch it. Like this one. Give your children a voice in your work life. One executive she interviewed tries to let her children know as soon as possible when a business trip might be coming up to try to make sure it doesn't conflict with a school event. And when a conflict can't be avoided, she assigns them the job of finding out when the next important event is scheduled. Making sure that she could be there. Letting these kids know that their input and their awareness of not only what her job entailed and making sure that there was room for an important school event they didn't want her to miss helped assuage her guilt. Joanne Lublin. And a little milestone. This marks the first time the word assuage or assuage has been spoken in 14 years of CEO Radio. I'm Ray Hoffman. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. 
It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. You know, a couple of months ago, we uh, told you about Mike Caldwell, the former Blue Raider outside linebacker who went on to have a great career in the NFL uh, and currently a coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was to be inducted into the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame this year. Well, the Hall of Fame has now announced its Achievement Awards for 2021, and it has a very distinct Middle Tennessee flavor. The Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame announced the honorees for its Achievement Awards earlier today with two former Lady Raiders standouts being recognized. The Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, of course, announced its 11-member 2020 induction class as Mike Caldwell was part of that. As a matter of fact, he was the very first Uh, to be revealed as an inductee. Former Middle Tennessee women's basketball sensation Alicia Clark was named the Female Professional Athlete of the Year, while Anastasia Hayes was awarded the Female Amateur Athlete of the Year. Clark was one of three players on the Seattle Storm roster to start all 22 games during a shortened COVID season, averaging 10 points, 4.2 rebounds, 2.7 assists, and a steal and a half to help lead the Storm to the 2020 WNBA Championship. The Mount Juliet native and former Blue Raiders star led the, led the WNBA in three-point field goal percentage at 52.2%, which was also the best percentage in Seattle Storm history. Clark's 55.8% from the field overall was second on the squad. Clark was a unanimous selection to the 2020 WNBA All-Defensive First Team. She left Seattle in free agency during the offseason and is now a member of the Washington Mystics roster. If you remember last year, she was a first ballot selection to the Blue Raider Hall of Fame in her first year of being eligible. Clark has suffered a leg injury, and it appears she is going to miss the entire season with the Mystics. But she has been named the 2020 Female Professional Athlete of the Year by the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Now, Amateur Female Athlete of the Year, Anastasia Hayes was the nation's second-leading scorer, averaging 26.5 points per game and finished among the nation's top six in seven different categories, including scoring, final points, field goals made, free throws made, free throws attempted. Hayes scored 20-plus points in 21 of 25 games the Lady Raiders played. Hayes was named Conference USA Player of the Year, First Team All-Conference USA, Conference USA Tournament MVP, Conference USA Preseason Player of the Year, semifinalist for the Becky Harmon Mid-Major Player of the Year, and was named to the Naismith Award Mid-Season Watch List, the Wade Trophy Mid-Season Watch List, and the Dawn Staley Award Late Season Watch List. Uh, Anastasia has since entered the transfer portal 
and uh, she and her sisters are transferring to Mississippi State. But her her uh, accomplishments at Middle Tennessee have uh, earned her the honor of Amateur Female Athlete of the Year. Well, that is a story uh, about those two young ladies and Mike Caldwell that should make you feel good this afternoon. All right, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a pause and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. I'm Richard McCann, your home improvement guru. Now, what is the most expensive bill in your house? For us at Casa de McCann, it's the cable bill. We realize we have hundreds of channels we don't watch, and why are we paying so much money for cable? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to just go with internet alone. We can still get all of our services, and I know a couple of you out there saying, but Richard, how do I get my local channels if I don't have cable? Well, all television stations went digital several years ago, and you can buy a digital antenna to hook into your TV. Now, you got your local news, you still got all your services, and I think we're going to save about $150 a month. So cut the cable. You don't need it. Too many stations that you're not watching. Save some money. Enjoy quality time with your loved ones. My name is Richard McCann. I am your home improvement guru. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach Toman joining us. Always like to talk baseball with him. Speaking of the Conference USA Tournament, that does begin Wednesday. Uh, the first game is Old Dominion. Uh, they're the fourth seed against the fifth seed FAU. Should be a really good matchup. That's a 9 a.m. game. The Blue Raiders face uh, top-seeded Charlotte at 1230. I don't know who saw Charlotte coming out to win the regular season this year, but uh, they've had quite a year. They, I know that they can flat swing the sticks, so that will be interesting with Aaron, Coach Toman just said uh, Aaron Brown will pitch the first game, and uh, he's, with the exception of maybe one game the entire year, he has kept middle in position to 
have a chance to win ball games. Also went over the 100 strikeout mark for the season, and he doesn't walk many people. Uh, and, um, you know, he's a guy that probably could get drafted, I would think. But Coach Stoneman makes a good point. You take away 40 minor league teams and the fact that no, there was only five rounds of draft last year, there's a whole lot of um, players sitting out there uh, that should have already been in pro ball. Also, uh, the host team, um, Louisiana Tech, at 4 o'clock will play number seven, Texas San Antonio, and number three seed Southern Miss. <coughs> they will face number six, Western Kentucky, at 7.30. Those are all the um, first-round matchups for the Conference USA Tournament that begins um, Wednesday, May 26th. All right. Let's see here. Locally in high school, um, Kyle Turnham has been coaching the Central Magnet girls basketball team. He's resigned his post, so they're looking for a coach. Smyrna boys are looking for a coach, and Riverdale's girls are looking for a coach. So around this time of year, it is kind of a silly season, so to speak. And uh, anyway, well, let's see what's going on locally in high school. Uh, last night... Seagull defeated Stewart's Creek. This is in baseball, 6-2. to two. Um, So now um, Seagull hosts Bradley Central tomorrow, Friday. 6.30, I believe, is game time. Stewart's Creek, meanwhile, will travel to McMinn County. Um, Stewart's Creek's been a good road team the last couple years. Uh, of course, they went to Lincoln County and beat them, the uh, region... I mean, the District 8 champ uh, back on Monday. So, uh, if either of those win, they're in spring fling. They both, if, if any of them lose, it's time to do inventory. So, pressure pack game on Friday to reach the state's final eight. In softball, Siegel with a big win. Took down Coffee County 8-3. to three. Uh, and that means they will host White County uh, tomorrow evening. So it's going to be a lot of folk out at Siegel tomorrow. we got a got baseball one field, softball the other. Uh, and let's see, soccer. Today, 5.30 at Smyrna. Station camp visits Smyrna. Columbia's at Oakland. And Central will be at uh, STEM Academy on Saturday for the right to get to the uh, Final Four. So that's kind of a look at where we're at um, in high school. Of course, we've got numerous track athletes that have qualified. Uh, the decathlon and pentathlons will be held Monday. Uh, all the track this year, not at MTSU, uh, due to... Um, seating restrictions, attendance restrictions. Uh, so the track will be held at Rockvale High School. So don't go to MTSU. And the championship games, which in baseball, which have typically been held at MTSU, will not be held. Um, they will be held at various, at different high schools. Um, 
and they play up until the championship at the high school fields anyway, so that's not that big of a deal. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio WGNS. We do it your way at Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. new tab pages that work for you. This is Soundbites and I'm Jan Ziff. Tired of the same old boring you know whenever you pop open a new browser tab? Why not put that space to use with CTRL Tab, a new customizable browser tab extension for Firefox and Chrome. CTRL Tab takes that dead space and fills it up with information you can use in concise digest feeds of your favorite news and information sources. Up to the minute news and views you can skim at a glance before you move on to whatever job you needed that new browser tab to accomplish. You choose the feeds you want to see from over 20 reliable world-class news outlets. And you can reconfigure your feeds anytime. Just those few seconds you spend scanning those feeds can save you lots of time over the course of your day for getting real work done. Your tabs, your way at ctrltab.io. With Soundbites, I'm Jan Ziff for CBS News. Hey everyone, it's Jeff Gerstman from GiantBomb.com and I'm here with the latest from the world of video games. The Resident Evil series helped define the original PlayStation, going on to become one of gaming's best-loved franchises. It went through something of a reinvention last time out, and now Resident Evil Village is out on PC, PlayStation 4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. The Resident Evil series is probably gaming's biggest horror franchise, and Village takes things in directions that maybe come off a bit goofier than many of the grisly situations seen in Resident Evil 7. For a series that's fallen on some fairly uneven patches over the last couple of decades, Resident Evil appears to have come out the other side in better shape than ever, with RE7 successfully transitioning to first-person gameplay, and now RE Village playing around with that format, it really feels like Capcom has found a new gear for this well-worn set of games. For more news and reviews from the world of video games, find me, GiantBomb.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. 
locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's first bank. All right, the Nashville Preds fell 3-0 last night to Carolina. They're down 2 to nothing in that series, and it's pretty much over. Uh, Carolina's just a better, better squad, better team. Preds did good to make the playoffs this year. They won like 20 of their last 26 games, something like that. But, um, you know, they're 0 for 10 on the power play. So, um, hardly conducive to success. NBA, LeBron James hit a 35-footer to cap off his triple-double. And the Lakers uh, moved to the seventh seed in the playoffs after holding off um, Golden State 103-100, to for those who care. I know a lot of people around here don't like the NBA. I kind of like it playoff time. All right. What is going on in Texas? In Texas? The Houston Texans, of course, in the Titans division. Some interesting news in the Titans division. They've signed Jeff Driscoll, quarterback. They now have five quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson being one, but let's face it, uh, I would think the likelihood of we us, us seeing Deshaun this year um, is slim. So they now have Jeff Driscoll, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Finley, and rookie Davis Mills, who they drafted number 67 overall in the draft. So things not good in Houston. Tim Tebow is now officially a Jacksonville Jaguar. Signed his quote a tight end. Be interesting. You hear tight end. He he could be a H back kind of guy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are ripping on Tebow, uh, saying he just he's getting a favor from his former college coach. Well, no joke. Of course he is. You know and. Is it fair to uh, – I mean, there'll be some tight ends out there looking for work this year. Is it fair if he takes up one of the spots? Well, if he earns it, he earns it. If he don't, he'll be out again. Um, I've never seen a good guy vilified as much as him. Maybe it's because he's open – he's very open about his um, Christianity and – and things like that, but I've never seen an athlete who is squeaky clean uh, vilified so much. Maybe it's because people who are judging him are anything but uh, squeaky clean. I don't know. But I've never seen, uh, it's amazing uh, the heat he's taken, you know. And did he get to play minor league baseball because he's Tim Tebow? I'm a baby. And you know what? He. He excelled in many ways. I mean, he wasn't a 300 hitter, but he had some power. You know, what he hit, 225 maybe? Well, that's hard to do. There's a lot of people uh, in, uh, in the country that can't do that. A lot of people play baseball all their life can't do that. So, hey, he wants to try football again, so let him try football again without hammering on him. All right. Again, Corey Kluber, second no-hitter inside 24 hours, sixth of the season. 
against Texas last night. And again, Texas and Seattle have been no hit twice this year. And, you know, Coach Toman gave a pretty good explanation. People are, there's not many players with compact swings anymore. Chicks dig the long ball, you know, going back to that era. But uh, pitchers are dominating. The Braves are off to snide. After losing three in a row to the Mets, uh, they did win five to four last night. Uh, their best player, Ronald Acuna, homered on the first pitch in the bottom of the ninth for the walk-off. And to end the skid against the Mets. Tony LaRussa, the genius that he thinks he is in Chicago, and the White Sox are in first, um, ripped his own player, Yerman Mercedes. White Sox are winning big against the Twins. It was a 3-0 pitch. I don't know if he had the take sign or not, but anyway, he had a home run. His own manager said there's going to be repercussions from it. Because of baseball's uh, unwritten rule, old school unwritten rules. Well, baseball's not baseball. I don't want to hear about old school rules. When now we, we go to extra innings, we put a runner on second base. So old school's out of baseball. Old school would have never called for a designated hitter in one league and not the other. So. Uh, Tony LaRussa um, was on him, I guess, for not knowing the rules. Well, Tony, you maybe you need to know the rules about getting behind the car sometime, behind the wheel. That's all I've got to say about that one. All righty. Again, tonight we got soccer. Tomorrow we got baseball and softball. Touch on doing that tomorrow. You've been listening to All Sports Talk. Everybody has a great rest of the day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.